You are listening to the Therefore a Geek podcast, episode number 24. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when we live in our dreams. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Therefore a Geek. I'm Andrew. And I'm Tracy. And it is that time of year again. It is time for the Oscars. The Academy Awards. So we are going to be doing our Oscar picks. Uh, we did this last year. We, we uh, wrote them out. But basically, we, we wrote out the conversation we had. So <laughs> this year, we're actually recording the conversation. It'll be a lot more, hopefully a little more interesting. Um, but yeah, it should be, this has been an interesting year for film. Just kind of skimming over this. I say skimming over, I looked at like two categories. So a lot of this is going to be a surprise for me um, and some confusion, I'm sure. Especially when we get to the when we get to the foreign language stuff, just just bear with us. We may, <laughs> we may start making names up. <laughs> I think we actually did that last year. <laughs> I think we just called it the. I think I just referred to something as the Czech film. I think is what I did. At one point, I know that I was picking something based on where it was actually filmed. Like everyone likes French films, so it'll probably be French. Good times. And uh, once again, this year we were also doing our our pool. Um, I believe the wager is a penny a category. I think so too. Um, this is mostly because Tracy's broke. We want to do a quarter, but a quarter's a little too much for it's Tracy's. Just, uh, I need quarters for laundry. It just doesn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're looking actually off the uh, directly off the Oscars um, page. We're not going to link to all of the films uh, in the show notes. We will put our picks in the show notes. Yes, because otherwise that would just get ridiculous. Yeah, it's going to get ridiculous. But we we we, we will put a list or right, a link to the um, to the Oscar page here. And they've got links to all of the films and their trailers. So if you want to check out any of the films we're talking about or, uh, or follow along, uh, check out the show notes and, and uh, hit up the link. Uh, we're actually going to go ahead and skip over the best picture category uh, for the moment just because the Oscars save it for last. So fuck it, we will too. Yeah, they seem to know what they're doing. I mean... Uh, maybe. <laughs> that, that's debatable. It's the 87th year. I mean, they they hopefully have got this routine down. That's debatable. Are we doing actor first? Yep. Actor in a leading role. Well, hmm. So you go first. Choices, <laughs> so choices are Steve Carell, Bradley Cooper, Benedict Cumberbatch, Eddie Redmayne, or Michael Keaton. This is tough. I'm actually going to go with Eddie Redmayne and the theory of everything. Um, especially toward the end when he, you know he's playing cause he's playing Stephen Hawking uh, in the wheelchair and everything. That's a particularly difficult role to be in. So I think that at least to me that's Oscar worthy. Though Michael Keaton would be a, a good runner up for Birdman. I think that was going to be my pick. I think Michael Keaton's my pick. Although the f- picture that they have actually on the Oscars page of uh, Eddie Redmayne makes him look like a young Austin Powers. <laughs> so that's funny. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with Michael Keaton in Birdman, actually. Okay. All right. Actress in a leading role. Yes. We have uh, Marion Cotillard, Felicity Jones, mm-hmm. Julianne Moore, Reese Witherspoon, and Rosamund Pike. And Reese Witherspoon is never going to get that. I didn't see any of these movies. <laughs> Oh really? Um, I I really want to see Theory of Everything, but I have not yet seen it. And I this is gonna be a crapshoot. <laughs> I think Marion Cotillard because 
Well, just in general, like, she should probably get, like, a Lifetime Academy Award just because she's amazing. But she was also really good in Two Days, One Night, so. Yes. I say this, like, I haven't seen any of these movies after I just picked one for Theory of Everything, which, I yet I haven't seen, so. Um, <laughs> I was wondering about that. This is going to be a, yeah, just, mm, let, let it go. This is going to be a pretty good crapshoot. Um, let me go Julianne Moore. I really like Julianne Moore. Yeah. I always get her confused with that other woman. Um, That's helpful. No, the one that everybody <laughs> c- pretends is a man, but she's not. She's actually not a bad actress. But Janet Reno? No, <laughs> not Janet Reno. Uh, the original Silence of the Lambs girl. Um, oh, well, I can't remember. It'll come to me later, and I'll say yeah, it yeah, very damn loudly. It. No, I can't think of her name either. <laughs> of course not. Everybody knows who we're talking about, and I'll look it up, or else it'll just come to me in the middle of something else, and I'll interrupt you. As okay. usual. Moving on to actor in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. So we have Robert Duvall, Ethan Hawke, Edward Norton, Mark Ruffalo, or J.K. Simmons. Can I point out that I really hope it's not Mark Ruffalo? I just don't... I don't know. I don't like that guy. I, he's everybody's favorite, I guess. I don't know. Anyways... Side note. Interestingly enough, in this category, we have two former Hulk actors, Edward Norton and Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah, actually, that, that is interesting. Now that you point that out, no, it's good. Um, I'm actually going to go with Ethan Hawke. Um, oh, yeah. In part, Boyhood, I think, is going to is gonna do very well. Um, in the car, I tend to listen to a fair amount of NPR, and they would not shut the fuck up about this film. <laughs> I don't necessarily have any desire to see, although the concept's interesting. I don't necessarily have a desire to see it, but they just would not shut up. So that that indicates to me that it's got a it's got a decent chance of winning some awards. That's pretty fair. In the interest of not having the same pick as you, then I think I'm going to go with Robert Duvall. Okay, Robert Duvall is always a solid choice. Mm-hmm. Great actor, man. You've been around a long time. Great actor. Yes. Actress in a supporting role. Yes. Ooh, 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 good ones. Good ones in this one. Uh, I've actually seen one of these movies. Hooray! Yay! Uh, Patricia Arquette, Laura Dern, Kira Knightley, Meryl Streep, and Emma Stone. Oh, man, this is going to be a tough one. What do you think? I'm going to go with Meryl Streep. I was going to say it's a toss up between Meryl Streep or Emma Stone. But it's Emma Stone in Birdman, not Emma yeah, Stone in Spider Man. No, 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 but I mean, Emma, Emma Stone's like. A good choice because she's a solid actress um but i think i honestly oh man i'm so torn i think meryl streep too yeah i think it's going to be her another woman that needs to be nominated for a lifetime achievement award fantastic yeah and i mean i really enjoyed into the woods um it was a good movie i gave it four out of or three and a half out of five death stars so yeah and the and and the witch has um couple of really solid songs that, that she did well with so okay mm-hmm. animated feature film cartoons hooray <laughs> always my favorite big um, hero six. Oh, i'm okay. sorry we i guess we should read the list yes 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 big hero six the box trolls how to train your dragon 2 song of the sea and tales of princess Kaguya. You'll know mm. that. I'm gonna say Big Hero Six. Um, 
I don't necessarily know that it's going to win, but I really liked that movie. I've heard good things. I haven't seen that one, um, but I've heard unfailingly good things about it. I've also heard good things about Song of the Sea, though, so I haven't seen any of these. I say that this is my favorite category, but I don't actually ever go see cartoons in theaters. I don't know. It's just weird to me, mostly because there's little kids there and they're annoying. So Song of the Sea it is for me. Okay. Uh, Coming down, we have Cinematography, Birdman, Grand Budapest Hotel, Ida, Mr. Turner, and Unbroken. Here's the thing about picking a cinematography award. It's hard for me to separate cinematography from the other things such as um, computer generation and that kind of thing. So... I'm going to go with the Grand Budapest Hotel because I don't really know. What about Birdman? Just could be fun. Yeah. It's probably a toss up between those two. Okay. Costume design. Mm. Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm -hmm. Inherent Vice. Into the Woods. Maleficent. Mr. Turner. Oh, a couple of good ones here. What do you think? I'm going to go with Maleficent. Ah, darn it. You took mine. Um, hmm. Into the Woods, the costumes were, most of the costumes were a little lackluster. Um, They were fairly simple, fairly plain. Um, They fit, but they weren't weren't spectacular. Some of them in in Maleficent were really pretty impressive. They were very impressive. Uh, Into the Woods, though, I, I actually even mentioned this in my review that I liked that the costumes that they wore when they were kind of in the intro to their fairy story were very fairy tale esque. There was a lot of extra stuff that didn't really need to be there, like extra uh, decoration and kind of things that weren't very efficient or very uh, utilitarian. Practical. Yeah, practical. That's the perfect word. Um, but then when it became more of a real story, they would tone it down. And because of that change in costume, I'm going to go ahead and say Into the Woods because it, it was a matter of knowing what costume was right for what scene. Yeah. And I have not seen Inherent Vice yet, um, but it, it reminds me a little bit of, um, it was one of my big picks from last year. I'm trying to remember what the hell it was. Um, American Hustle. Mm. In terms of those great like 70s costume, you know, vintage, vintage clothing. Um, so from what I've seen of it, so that that would probably be a runner-up for me. But All right, directing, Birdman, mm-hmm. Boyhood, Foxcatcher, The Grand Budapest Hotel, and The Imitation Game. Hmm. Oh man. I think I'm going to go with with Boyhood again on this one. Um, again, NPR wouldn't shut up about it, but also Linklater's done some other stuff that I've really liked. And the Academy so. tends to take into account a career when they're picking. I feel like at least that's what it seems to me as an outsider that they're like, not only was this a really good film, but he may have been passed over in the past for something that we really wish he hadn't been. So we're going to go with it. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, there are people who got passed over all the time, like Hitchcock. That and, um, what's his name from Titanic? James Cameron, not James Cameron, the actor guy, DiCaprio. Thank you. He's never gotten one. It's hilarious. It's actually a running gag now. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say I didn't give it to James Cameron because he's a dick, but... Well, he is. 
So, see, there again, we take our personal lives into account. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with uh, Birdman on this one. Although, I kind of want to say the imitation game, but I'm going to go with Birdman. Birdman, um, there's a lot of really interesting things to say about the film. If you, if you go back and look at some of the interviews when it came out, and, and kind of what he wanted to do with it in term, um, in terms of... Oh, I'm drawing a damn blanket. This is, I'm I'm swinging for the fences on this one, aren't I? <laughs> Jesus. Um, a lot of interesting things on how he wanted to, what he wanted to say about the superhero genre and its impact on society. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, see, I'll see if I can find find some of the interviews and link to them because they were really interesting. Well, he may have actually put one in in like an around the web. I'll have to go back and look. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Documentary feature. What is a documentary feature? What even is that? It's oh, like feature, feature length. Feature length film. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know any of... I have never seen any of these. I've never even heard of any of these. So I'm a little disappointed. My favorite my favorite um, documentary from this year is not on that list. What was your favorite? Yodorowsky. Oh, Yodorowsky's Dune, of Dune. course. Yeah. Ah, uh, fuck it. Last Days in Vietnam. I'm just going to go with that one. Oh, we have to read the list. Uh, Citizen Four. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Citizen Four. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Finding Vivian Mayer. Wow. Uh, Last Days in Vietnam, The Salt of the Earth, oh, I guess I have heard of that one, and Virungo. Virunga. Vir- Virunga. Virunga, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I've already given my pick, Last Days in Vietnam. Because I actually know about that subject, so why not? Hmm. I'm just, like, skimming over the this film synopsis of Virunga. That sounds interesting. <laughs> Virunga is a, it's a region in the Congo, um, and I guess this is about, about that region. So, yeah, we'll oh. go with that. Okay. That's, I mean, it's worth checking out later, too. Um, documentary on a short subject. Crisis Hotline. Veterans Press 1. Joanna. Our Curse. The Reaper. La Parca. And White Earth. I'm going with The Reaper. Just That's a cool name. Not only is it a cool name, it has it has a sub, sub uh, subtitle of The Parca. Or La yes. Parca, but The Parca. Mm-hmm. Which is somewhat ridiculous. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even, you know, to be perfectly honest, I'm not even sure what language we're going for on that one. So it could be perfectly like normal. Well, I'm looking at his the name of the guy that did it, Gabriel Serra Arguello, which is uh, sounds like Latin America. So I'm guessing probably Spanish. Um, although La Parca, I think, can be translated into many different languages. As different I'm sure. Things. Um, we are not doing really well here on like having seen any, like we're doing like way worse than I expected for having gone and seen a lot of movies this year. Like I'm doing a, that's because nothing. comic book movies, there were a lot of comic book movies this year and so far none of them have been really nominated. So, um, I don't know. I mean, there were, but I went and saw dramas last, like this year and last year too. It was just like, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but none of them got nominated, I guess. Well, and um, if you look, a number of them were like real, like last minute ones. The, mm-hmm. imita- the, the Imitation Game, Theory of Everything, American Sniper. Just squeaked um, in, yeah. Yeah, they were all within the last month and a half of the year. Which, I mean, I've heard that that's a good strategy if you won an Oscar, but it doesn't help normal people to see it. Right. Yeah, I mean, because it's fresh, it's fresh in the, the Academy's mind. So, all right, film editing. Wait, 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 I didn't even pick. I haven't picked yet. Uh, you did. No, I, I think Crisis Hotline, Veterans Press 1, because I know about that subject too. That's that's my strategy for documentaries this time. 
<laughs> okay, now we can go to film editing. Go ahead. Film editing. All right, let's try this again. American Sniper, Boyhood, Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, and Whiplash. Ooh, Whiplash is an interesting name. I'm trying to remember what the hell this movie's about. Like, I've seen trailers for Whiplash. I know I have, too, but I don't remember. Um, I'm going to go with this one. The Imitation Game, because I haven't picked that one yet, I don't think. I'm actually, actually going to go with Whiplash. I remember what it's, it's about um, a drummer, a jazz drummer. Okay. It sounds fun. It has Benedict Cumber, Cucumber, Cucumber in it. So, and I always Isn't like it? him. Is he in that one? Yeah. He's in the he's in the imitation game. That's what I said. No, I said Whiplash. Oh, you're going with Whiplash. Oops. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, <clears throat> I knew that. Tracy starts paying attention to the conversation <laughs> now. <laughs> Since the guy that's been quickly reading the synopsis the whole time we've been doing this. I have not. I've done like two. <laughs> okay. Foreign language film. This is where it gets interesting. Ida. None, of the, none of these names are ridiculous like last year. Like last year there was there was one that was like unpronounceable. Yeah. No, you're right. Ida. From Poland. Ooh, we have a Polish one. Leviathan, Russia. Tangerines, Estonia. Ooh, you don't get a whole lot of films out of Estonia. That's nice. Timbuktu, interestingly, out of Mauritania. I don't know how that happened. Um and then Wild Tales out of Argentina. Hmm, Argentina has good wine. Well, Chile has the best wine, but Argentina has good wine, too. Don't they also have alpacas? Isn't that where alpacas came from? Or no, that's Peru. Never mind. I don't know anything about that area. Except the wine. I thought that was llamas. Alpacas, too. Because uh, llamas, I don't think, can go to the higher altitudes. I think it's the alpacas that can survive way at the top of the mountains and stuff. I don't know. Sure, we'll go with that. I do know this one thing. Alpaca meat in the original language is a variation on jerky, and that's where the word jerky came from because it's dried. It was dried alpaca meat originally. So that's wanna, that's your fact of the day. I don't want to know why you know that. <laughs> that's your fact of the day. I'm gonna go with tangerines because um, I'm kind of interested as what to what tangerines and Estonia have to do with one another. Right. Good point. Tangerines are pretty tropical, aren't they? Yeah, they're kind of a variation of oranges. Right, and oranges are tropical. I have oranges in the fridge. You have oranges in the fridge? I do. You should eat those. Yeah, especially... Yeah, yeah. So after the podcast, I'm going to have an orange. (laughs) Not that anyone else gives a shit, but I'm going to have an orange. Now I want an orange. Thanks. Makeup and hairstyling. Ooh, we've got some good ones. Foxcatcher, The Grand Budapest Hotel, and Guardians of the Galaxy, our very first comic book movie. At least until we get to the special effects, and then that's the two categories. Um, <laughs> well, first, this is our first one. I mean, I'm going to go with Guardians because I saw it, and there were some crazy fucking hair and makeup in that shit. Uh, yeah, that's basically my strategy on this one, too. So it's Guardians of the Galaxy for both of us. So it better win. Music, original score. Grand Budapest Hotel. The Imitation Game. Interstellar. Mr. Turner and the Theory of Everything. I'm, I have to be honest, I'm going on composer here. <laughs> 
I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with Interstellar with Hans Zimmer. Yeah, me too. Although the theory of everything with Johan Johansson, mm, maybe I'll take that one because he, I think, could give Zimmer a run for his money. Okay. okay. Yep, the theory of everything for me. Music, original song. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Now it's stuck in my head, and all I did was read the name of it. So the first one is "Everything Is Awesome" from the Lego Movie. Uh, Glory from Selma Grateful from Beyond the Lights I'm Not Gonna Miss You from Glenn Campbell I'll Be Me and Lost Stars from Begin Again uh, I'm going with Everything is Awesome and that's more for personal reasons but yeah, I hate that. that song every person <laughs> that I have seen under 20 has been singing that song nonstop since that movie came out and it is driving me up a wall it's like Frozen See, I have people at work in their mid-30s singing that song. Oh, it's so frustrating because it's such a stupid song. And actually, when I first heard it, I thought they were singing Everything is a Song. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. And I could not figure out what the lyrics were supposed to be saying. But now I understand. So I'm going to go with Glory from Selma. I think that actually might... That's one of the the, the few uh, nominations for Selma in this um, this year. Some uh, they didn't get best. They didn't get director. They didn't get best picture. They were they were left out of a lot of things that people are not happy about. Yeah, but that happens every year. Somebody gets passed over every year, and then people get mad. But whatever. Production design. So we have the Grand Budapest Hotel. Wow, they are seriously nominated for everything. It's a Wes Anderson film. I know, but still, dang. Okay, go the, ahead. The Imitation Game. Interstellar, Into the Woods, and Mr. Turner. Um, I'm going with Into the Woods. Yeah, me too. The Woods were, were awesome. Yeah, they did a great job. Um, and the other thing about it is at no point did I really look at it and think, they green screened that. Yeah. Even though you could tell they obviously did a lot of green screening. Okay, short film animated. Yes. The Bigger Picture. The Damn Keeper. Feast, Me and My Molten, and A Single Life. I have not seen any of these. This is I'm the a, animated kind. I'm going with Feast because I have seen that one. That's the um, the the Pixar short before Big Hero 6. Ah, nice it's about, one. about a little dog like eating. I think I'm going to go with Me and My Molten because I don't know what a Molten is and I'm intrigued. Right. Should we look see that? Should we, should we maybe try and look that one up. Yes. Not like right now, but you know, we'll see if we can find a, an answer for what a, the fuck a molten is and <laughs> put it in the in the, uh, in the show notes. Yes. Short film live action. Aya. Boogaloo and Graham. Butter lamp. Also, Malampa albaura de yak. I don't know what that means. I guess. Oh, yak butter. The The lamp of yak butter. Ooh. So it's not just butter. It's yak butter. Uh, Uh, You should have just left it at butter lamp. Well. Because I haven't eaten eaten dinner and now I'm less hungry. Yak? Yeah. I'm still going to eat that orange, but but that's probably (laughs) now about it. Parvana and the phone call. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that sounds very... uh, 
I'm going to go with Boogaloo Fine. and Graham, though. <laughs> Michael Lennox like and Ronan Blaney. Because I like the word Boogaloo. That's awesome. I'm going to go with a phone call because the second person on that one was James Lucas, and I have this feeling he's related to the Star Wars guy. Uh, I have a feeling you're wrong. James Lucas isn't related to George, but they're two single-syllable first names, and then Lucas. Of course they're related. It's Isn't solid. George? That my, Isn't my George logic two is syllables? solid. <laughs> Isn't George two syllables? George? Only in Spanish. George. One. Yeah, we'll see. Jorge is two. Anyways. Sound editing. This is the fun one from last year. Sound editing and sound mixing. <laughs> Isn't this one where we just switched off which one was which? <laughs> I still have no fucking clue which was which. Like, what... <laughs> What 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 one is it? Yeah, God damn it! Still don't know. Yeah, and we didn't bother to look it up because it really doesn't matter to us. Yeah. <laughs> so sound editing, American Sniper, Birdman, The Hobbit, The Battle of Five Armies, Interstellar, and Unbroken. I'm gonna guess at Interstellar. Um, I still uh, the only one of those I've seen is The Hobbit, and. I liked The Hobbit, but I mean, it's a battle. There's a lot of clanging and banging and, and dying. Yeah, and... yeah. Well, I'm sure that's actually difficult to do in terms of sound editing. It It's unimpressive to me. I'm going to go with Unbroken on this one. Okay. It's got yeah. a lot of battles too, but I feel like you have to be more careful when it's um, guns and stuff. So... That's that's literally it. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sound, sound mixing. mixing. Yay. Um, American Sniper, Birdman, Interstellar, Unbroken, and Whiplash. So they swapped out Whiplash for The Hobbit, I guess. And I'm gonna go for a crapshoot again in Interstellar. Okay. I typically don't pick the same movie for both of these, so I'm I'm trying to hedge my bets here. So I'm I guess I'll go with Whiplash because I don't know anything about that movie. I mean, I think I saw the trailer once, but I can't remember. We are doing awesome here. We are. This is great. I'm oh. having a great time, though. Holy shit. We've got a, a category I've seen three of the five films out of. <gasps> no. Yeah. It's visual effects. Shocking. <laughs> oh, right. Shocking. Of course. <laughs> no, wait. Me too. Awesome. Okay. Visual have effects. Seen, have you finally seen Captain America? Oh, no, I haven't. Oops. Sorry. So you're still under 500 for every category. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right, so the first one is Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Guardians of the Galaxy, Interstellar, and X-Men Days of Future Past. I'd like to point out that the, the, the Planet of the Ape films, the names are getting longer. Yes! Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you noticed that too! I mean, Planet you've got Planet of the Apes, which is a long name to start with, and then you're just adding... <laughs> Rise, more and more dawn. verbiage. Yes. It's like, oh, son of a bitch. You know, to be perfectly honest, I'm going to go with Captain America. Really? Um, there were some really good, a lot of the stuff with the, um, with the helicarriers was really, was really good. And helicarriers crash. That's what they do. Yes. It's all they do. <laughs> all they fucking do. 
No, I, I mean, the, the, I think the, the, fact, the effects for that one were actually really pretty good. So I'm going to go with that. See, for me, I'm not... I think I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy over X-Men. X-Men looked good, but but certainly Guardians was had significantly more just based on the fact that it's in yeah. outer space. The only thing that I could say that would make me really love uh, Days of Future Past would be that I I thought it was cool that they kind of shot all of the 70s scenes in kind of a 70s look film. But I think that would be more under cinematography. So I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. We're almost so, done. We only have three categories left. Three more. So writing, adapted screenplay. So we have American Sniper, The Imitation Game, Inherent Vice, Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Hmm. I'm going to go with The Theory of Everything. I really want to see that. I haven't had a chance to yet. But, I mean, Stephen Hawking, his, in his life and work, is really an interesting and fascinating topic. Um, and I think it make for a good film, good screenplay. I think I'm going to go with American Sniper on this because I think they're going to get a single a single Academy Award, but I don't think it's going to be for anything else, so I think it'll be this one. Okay. Fair enough. Writing, original screenplay. You have Birdman, Boyhood, Foxcatcher, Grand Budapest Hotel, and Nightcrawler. Mm. Uh, again, I have to I have to go with Boyhood. Um, and part of that also, <clears throat> excuse me, also has to do with the fact, like, like how the film is shot. Um, it was the same, same cast over the course of something like seven years. Uh, basically it's watching like a, like a, like a kid grow up through his boyhood. Oh, wow. I think it's actually Linkletter's own kids, uh, the, the two, the two children. Uh, and I think that's just a really interesting concept. So. That is. Okay. I'm going to go with Birdman on that one because I've heard that the writing is just superb. So that's what I'm going with. And best picture. This is going to be a tough one. Now I could have sworn and I might be wrong, but I could have sworn that, um, that they expanded this to, to 10 films and there's only eight nominated this year. So I don't know what, what they're doing here, but Okay. Um, oh, and actually, it turns out Selma did get nominated for Best Picture. I, for, for, I thought I thought I turned on the radio; they didn't, but I guess they I guess they have. Maybe it was a late nomination. I thought I thought so too. I thought that was part of the outrage. Oh, it got passed over for Best Picture. No, I think it, I think the bigger thing was was the director and and um, Best Actor in a Leading Role. Yeah. So the categories here are American Sniper, or no, not the categories. I'm sorry, the nominees, nominees here are American Sniper, Birdman. Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. And I'll be honest, like, I've heard a lot of good things about a lot of these movies. I know. This is a tough one. Yeah, this is not... I mean, this like, is really last... a toss-up, honestly. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think of the of the ones that they have, they've nominated here, I think of the eight, I think really seven of them maybe six i think i think grand budapest hotel and whiplash are probably the two weakest mm-hmm. from everything from everything i've i've heard but even those two seem seem fairly strong I mean, last year there were a couple that you're like it got nominated but it's not going anywhere like yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely not actually in the running um 
this is one this is a year that seems to be like seems to be there's just they're all potential um I'm actually gonna go out on a limb on this one I'm actually gonna go with Selma I don't know that that's out on a limb I think that it, it's got good um I think I think that's got a, a really good chance at being it but I'm gonna go with the imitation game um have you I'm assuming that you've heard of Enigma the Nazi German code machine that could not be cracked unless scientists worked on every single code individually like there was no way to just crack the code itself because it reinvented its code every time it sent a message it's a really cool idea I've heard that the movie is fantastic it's one of the ones that is on my very short list of things to watch ASAP so I'm gonna go with the imitation game I think it's I think it's good okay yeah, the ultra the ultra machine or the ultra code. Um, basically, you couldn't you couldn't figure out the code. Not couldn't, but it was difficult to figure out the code unless you had the actual ciphers. Mm-hmm. And you even if you stole a machine, the machine itself wouldn't help you. You had to have all of the background stuff. You had to have the original the the, the rotor settings that that the the mm-hmm. message was the original rotor settings the message was sent through. And um, since they changed it every single message, it was almost impossible. No, they didn't change it every message. Or like every day. It was it was a very short amount they of were, time. They were changed. No, they were changed periodically, but they were not. It wasn't every day. I don't believe. It's actually it, it's interesting. You know, I mean, it took them for it took them so long to actually crack Enigma. Um. However, once they did, and like they got Bletchley Park got very good at it. Um. They were actually reading German intercepts. Almost by the end of the war, almost as fast as they were being transmitted. I mean, they were like North Africa. Oh yeah. In North Africa, you know, we're, we're diverging into history here, but uh, the um, like Churchill was reading German intercepts before before Rommel was seeing them. Often. Wow, I didn't know that part. That's really cool. Yeah. So, all right. So that was the uh, that's that's our our Oscar picks again. If you want to follow along with us. Uh, the the website we're going off of is uh, will be or will be in the the show notes and uh, so will all of our picks. Um, so Tracy, what are you gonna do? I am wrapping up a whole bunch of stuff. So I finished off the um, the second Patrick Rothfuss book in the King Killer Chronicles, uh, Wise Man's Fear, and the ending was really good. Um, of course, it's only the second book in a series, so. Um, it, of course, didn't wrap the story up, which I was, of course, sad about. But I, I think it was a, a strong ending to a book that is surprisingly good, considering that I would consider the first book to be mediocre. And uh, I've also been watching Criminal Minds, just because a lot of times I put that on for noise while I'm cleaning up or doing other stuff. Um, and that's that's about it for the moment. Okay. I'm getting in gear because the new semester starts on Monday. Yeah, and um, let's see what I've been doing. I've actually taken a little bit of a, di- been a little diverted from from like fictional reading, and I've been reading some some English history uh, about the the middle age middle ages kings of England, which is, it's interesting, but it's obviously not a. Is this that book on the Plantagenets? Yes, it is. It's nice. Called, it's called the Plantagenets. Um, I've also actually been doing a fair amount of reading. Um, we're trying to get a a Star Wars role playing game group going. So I have been reading the core rule book and um, all of the the supplements I've ordered myself off of eBay and Amazon, and so I've been doing a lot of that. And 
Um, I'm trying to catch up on a catch up on a couple of weeks worth of back comics. I got really sick the end of December and got like three weeks behind on my comics. You know what I'm really ashamed to admit? So, I have not done. I have not watched the season premiere of Agent Carter yet. It was really good. Is That's it really? Ah, oh, darn it! I need to watch it then. And like I'm just saying, I mean, Haley Atwell is just gorgeous, um, and she's very, very good in that role. And it, it was it was enjoyable. I think this season's only like seven episodes, um, so it'll be fairly light. But uh, I have high hopes for it coming back uh, afterwards. Uh, what else has there been? That might be that might be it for me. Yeah, we'll go with that for now. Okay. So once again, if you like what we're doing here and you enjoy this podcast, make sure to head on over to iTunes and subscribe. Leave us a review. If you want to check out more of what we do, some of our blog posts from our uh, contributors, head on over to thereforeigeek.com. You t- fr- uh, follow us on on facebook.com slash thereforeigeek or follow us on Twitter at thereforeigeek and Tracy is at Mary Eyes. Mm-hmm. So once again, I'm Andrew. And I'm Tracy. And you've been listening to Therefore I Geek. Yeah.